guys, it's Dominique and I'm back with another episode of the Wise Words Podcast. I just want to say thank you guys so much for your continuous support, tuning in to each episode of this podcast, leaving your suggestions, sorry guys, I'm tired, <laughs> suggestions, there we go, suggestions and questions and feedback on most episodes, and also just for always showing your love and support. I do know that there was not an episode posted last week. Okay, y'all, let me explain. I was trying to publish an episode last week, and for some reason, it was just not a good day for me, I'm guessing, because I was just having so many technical difficulties, you guys. I kept trying to publish the episode. I tried doing it not just from my phone, but I tried doing it from the computer. I tried it on Monday. Like, it for some reason, it that episode last week was just not you know, cooperating was giving me the blues. So I said, you know what? I'm going to scrap it. (laughs) I hate that it was a week without an episode. And I'm trying to look at it dialectically. Um, I, I stopped on Monday trying to publish it because I did have to speak at my um, alum, uh, my, my school, my old college, HSU. I went and I spoke at an AK brunch this morning. So I really was focused more on my speech and what I was going to say this week. And that kind of took away time from like trying to figure out that, you know, why the episode wouldn't publish. So last week was like a little hiccup <laughs> is what I'm going to say. And we are back this week with a new episode, with a new topic, okay? This topic that I'm actually talking about today, I can't believe that I haven't talked about it yet. Like when I looked at it on my list, I'm like, I could have swore I talked about this already. But what I realized is that we, I briefly like titled an episode with a guest on it. And again, that episode was not 100% completely about this specific topic. It more so kind of hinted towards it, but it wasn't completely about it. And I do think that this topic does affect us both mentally and spiritually. So hopefully you guys gained something from today's episode. Don't forget to share this podcast with somebody who you feel like it may enlighten and encourage. Don't forget to give it a five-star rating, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to buy my book on Amazon, How to Become a Mentally Fit Christian, available in an ebook for $2.99 and as a print book for $5.99. All right, guys, if there's nothing else, let's jump into this episode. So today's episode, guys, is talking about judgments and specifically not just judgments, but judging, being judgmental, <laughs> all of that. That is what we're talking about. Now, I know you're probably thinking, Dominique, why are we talking about this this topic or why are you focusing on this topic? Because this is a topic where the people believe it or not, it really does affect our mental health. So remember, you guys, that I currently work um as or let me I'm trying to word this right I currently am learning and specializing in DBT which is dialectical behavior therapy and one thing that is really big about being um, dialectical and that um, therapeutic approach is being mindful and using mindfulness and one thing that they always know about mindfulness is that when you are being mindful, so we, we all know that being mindful is like living intentionally in the moment, right? Being aware of our feelings and thoughts and sensations in like the present moment instead of always living on autopilot. And one thing about being mindful is it's really hard to be mindful when we are being judgmental or when we are judging others or when we are stuck 
in judgments. And the thing is, is that um, judgments typically are always, I hate to say they have that negative connotation, but they typically do. They typically have a negative connotation. Um, Even when I look up the definition of judgmental, it's saying having or displaying an excessively critical point of view. And in the synonyms, one of the synonyms is negative, right? I don't even see positive as a a synonym for judgmental. Um, Disapproving, hypercritical, critical fault finding, disapproving, right? Condemnatory, condemnatory. Ooh, that's a nice word. I ain't even... (laughs) y'all I ain't never heard that before because I've heard of condemnation but condemnatory that's wow look at me learning new words today (laughs) but yeah condemnatory I think that one actually is going to be the best synonym especially since we're going to talk about it from the biblical and you know Christian point of view because we know as Christians and as believers in Christ judgments can make or break us right like judgments is something that a lot of people struggle with that's why a lot of people turn away from God, sadly, or turn away from the church, rather. And they think they're turning away from church, and then most of the time they are turning away from God, and they don't realize it. it's because they are afraid or they have been judged before. So what happens when we use judgments? So one thing that I have learned as a therapist is that typically judgments, guys, are going to increase our emotions. Facts actually decrease emotion while judgments increase emotion. And I remember when I first learned it, I was like, wait a minute, I don't. I don't understand that. What do they mean by judgments increase emotions? Think about it. If you were to describe somebody who hurts you right now, if you describe them with just facts, you might feel a little bit of, you know, animosity or grief towards them, but you're not, you're not typically your, your anger level or your discontent level is not going to be sky high. Whereas if you describe them with judgment saying that they're horrible and that they're this and that they're that, that is fueled by your emotion. That is intensifying your emotion. And a lot of times when we lean on judgments or when we use judgments, it is because we are really thriving or we're really letting our emotions control us. We are not in control. That's why it's one of those things with mindfulness is to not be judgmental because when you are judgmental, you're not in control. And a part of being mindful and living and embracing mindfulness is being in control of your mind and and in control of your emotions and actions. If you're using judgments to describe everything or you're being judgmental, your emotions are running the show. And what we got to remember, you know, like I said in the emotions episode way back, go listen to it if you haven't. (laughs) I said, you know, emotions can be in the back seat, but they don't need to drive the car. When we are being judgmental or using judgments, we are typically letting our emotions drive the car. So I had to think about, so what are some, you know, cases or examples of when we use judgments? We typically judge people when they have done something to hurt us. We typically judge people when we don't know them. So this is where prejudice comes in. And a lot of us are victims of prejudice. You know, have you ever felt like somebody has judged you before they got to know you? And this is something that affects our mental health because for one, it makes us very self-critical of ourselves. So we can not only be judgmental of others, but we can be judgmental of ourselves. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes we're our own worst critic. I know I'm my own worst critic. I come down harder on myself than anybody else in the world comes down on me. Like, as a matter of fact, I don't even feel like people come down on me, but I come down very, very hard on myself. And it's sad, but it's the truth. So one thing that, I have had to realize is that, okay, 
when I am being judgmental, when I'm being overly critical of myself or my actions, I'm not being mindful, nor am I using compassion for myself. And when you don't use compassion towards yourself, when you are being overly critical of yourself and your actions, you're not giving yourself grace to make mistakes, which is my first point. And two, the second point is you are putting yourself into a negative headspace, one that can lead you into being overly critical, anxious, depressed, and even having anger issues, you know? So if we're always judging people, if we always push prejudice on someone before getting to know them, that can cause a lot of hostility and rifts in our relationships, which leads to the next point, which is saying that judgments and being judgmental can ruin our quality of relationships. So this is where I'm not going to go way deep into the whole biblical or the spiritual perspective of it, but this is where a lot of relationships fail because we judge people based on their past or based on their decisions or based on what they say or what they do. And my thing is, what about us causes us to judge? Well, I have really been kind of sitting down, really pondering and thinking on this, like, God, what makes us judge people so much? What makes us judge others? What makes us judge ourselves so much? And a lot of times I feel like it's because we set this really high unrealistic standard for ourselves. We believe that because we're this or because we're that, because we were raised this way or because we were raised in this type of family or because we know this or because we claim to believe in this or that, that we have to hold ourselves to this unrealistic standard. Now, I'm not saying don't have a high standard for yourself because it is perfectly fine to have a high standard for yourself. It's perfectly fine to want to do well, to want to succeed, to want to, you know what? I don't want to, you know, do like everybody else in my family been doing. I want to go to college. I want to do this. I want to do that. There's nothing wrong with setting the bar high. It's, it's the problem when we set the bar unrealistically high. So you're, and what do I mean by unrealistically high? My, the best example I can think of guys is when we set this, um, expectation that we can never make mistakes. And before y'all jump down my throat, I know for a fact, there are people who are listening to this episode who have been in that position. You are either a parent or you're a child or you're a sibling or you're somebody, you're a boss, you're your supervisor, you're something you have had this thought in your mind of, I can't mess up. I can't drop the ball. I can't make mistakes because if I do, then I've proven everybody right. Or if I do, then I'm a failure. If I do, then that just means that so-and-so was right about me. I couldn't do it in the first place, right? So what we do is we set this unrealistic expectation. And then when we don't meet it, that's when the judgments comes in. That's when we start to be super, super judgmental of ourselves. We start to say things or think things about ourselves. Like, you know what? You're a failure. You will never be good enough. You should have never tried it in the first place. Woo, woo, all of that, right? All of that stuff starts to come up. Now, when we're being judgmental of others, we, we know how it is to judge people, right? That's like if somebody, you know, who you've never seen before comes into a restaurant, you and your friends are having brunch or whatever, and you just say, ooh, wee, they look like X, Y, Z, or they look like that. And you know, you don't even know the person, right? So you have not taken a chance to get to know them, nor have you taken a chance to, you know, understand why they are the way they are or who they are. And yet you've already made judgments. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> and this is the pivotal point that I've made for this episode or for this mental health perspective on this episode is that 
it is very natural for us to judge y'all it's in our human nature we're we're going to judge and not all judgments are bad so like the example that i always use of judgments being used for good or having no malicious intent it's like if you go to a grocery store and you're trying to buy a pack of ground beef and let's say there's one pack of ground beef that looks like really pink and reddish or whatever. And then there's another pack of ground beef that looks kind of greenish brownish or whatever. You're going to make a judgment right then and there based off how that ground beef looks and say, you know what? I think I'm going to get the one that looks pink and reddish because this one may be spoiled. And if I eat it, it might make me sick. That is an example of judgments being used for good. You know, that, that, that kind of judgment doesn't have a malicious intent that has a, a good intent because you're trying your best to make the best decision so that you don't get sick so that you don't eat spoiled meat right now when we're judging other people what we gotta ask ourselves is is there ever really a good intent and if there is a good intent then what is then what is the purpose of doing so right you know i think of doctors doctors may have to use judgments right they may have to look at a patient and determine you know, okay, what may be going on with them or, you know, what are we seeing? Things like that. So again, these are just simple examples that I'm throwing out. I also think of like judges, you know, so I used to be in pageants. They have to judge us. Yes. Does it suck? I'm sure it does. I have judged a pageant before. And in that case, it's not malicious. It's not the malicious intent, right? We're not judging them to make them feel bad. We're judging because we're trying to pick a winner. You know, we're trying to pick who has, who's the most poised, who do we feel like can wear the crown the best and things like that. But when we're judging other people, when we're being prejudiced, when we're, you know, making assumptions about people before we even get to know them, that nine times out of 10 doesn't have a good intent. And it gets us, it gets in the way of us getting to understand people. It gets in the way of us being mature emotionally. If you're always judging someone or always having this pre- this, you know, pre, um, what was the word I was going to say? Not prejudice, but the pre assumption of somebody in your head, like the pre, I can't think of the word y'all, but anyway, um, when you have this ideal, it may come to me when you have this ideal of somebody in your head before you even get to know them, you're not even giving them a chance to show you who they really are. And what happens is judgments lead to assumptions, judgments lead to interpretations and judgments leads to false thoughts or negative thinking or thinking that is not valid it is invalid, you know, because all you're doing is assuming something or you're thinking something about someone in this negative way. You're, you are getting in your own way at this point, which is why judgments ruin relationships. And this is why when we judge ourselves, it ruins our own intrapersonal relationships. It makes it hard for us to love ourselves and give ourselves compassion, which eventually, you know, leads some people to depression and anxiety. And that's not what you want. Okay. So if you're somebody who struggles with judging yourself harshly. I would strongly suggest number one, try self-compassion. Self-compassion is simply just giving yourself love, giving yourself a pat on the back, telling yourself, you know, reminding yourself that it's okay to make mistakes, that it's okay to drop the ball. This is something that I can personally say I've had to practice because I used to be very hard on myself. I used to struggle with, um, you know, judging myself and then judging my judging, right? I was even being mad that I was judgmental of myself or judgmental of others. And the thing is, is that it's in our human nature, right? We're, we're never going to be perfect. We can't be perfect. So if you have a judgment about someone or yourself, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Oh, throw the whole human away. No, it just means that you got to catch yourself. 
The whole goal of changing and becoming, you know, better is awareness. Awareness is key. So if you're aware that, you know what, I judge myself a lot or I judge others a lot, then catch yourself. Try self-compassion so that you don't judge yourself as harshly. Remind yourself that you're human. Same thing with other people. If you're somebody who assumes things about somebody before you even get to know them or because you know somebody and then because of something that they got on or because of something they said, you judge them, try your best to reel it back in and ask yourself, okay, what is missing? What, what am I, what am I not asking? Or what am I not seeing that may be there? Because nine times out of 10, there's, there may be something there, right? So it's just important to think about those things. So that way you're not delving too deep into your judgmental mind, because when we are in our judgmental mind, when we are judging ourselves and judging others all the time, being judgmental of other people's actions. Again, like I said, we're getting in our own way and we're not leaving room for any type of relationship or connection, not just with others, but with ourselves as well. Okay, so now we have reached the spiritual perspective of judgments and judging others. And I feel like Matthew chapter 7 is a really good um, chapter to talk about this because the first two verses literally talk about judgments, right? So I'm reading from Matthew 7, the NLT version, where it says, Do not judge others and you will not be judged, for you will be treated as you treat others the standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged verse 3 says and why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own how can you think of saying to your friend let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye hypocrite first get rid of the log in your own eye then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye so i love all of those verses and i love that analogy right because that's typically what we do when we are judging other people we're worried about oh let me fix this person oh let me help this person do this or let me help this person do that whole time you got your own problems we got our own things you know to deal with and we do see this unfortunately a lot in the church why I'm still myself trying to figure that out completely, but I will share with you guys what I have gathered is that for one, there are some Christians who feel like it is their job, literally their duty to judge somebody. And my, my response to that is, you know, to those Christians who feel that way, God bless you and you are not God, right? God is the only person who can judge us is my first point. He's the only person. And the thing is, let me just go ahead and throw this caveat in there too, to blow people's minds. This, I don't know where this persona or this, you know, ideal that God is just a super harsh judgmental person who hates everything that we do and will punish us comes from that is old Testament God. What I want people to start to realize is that we serve a New Testament God. He is a God who is love. He is a God who is forgiving. He is a God who gives second chances. It literally says in scripture that his anger lasts a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. That means that this man is not sitting here with a gavel judging you and wanting to punish you. And I think that that's what people get at. 
And I'm going to go even a step further and feel like a lot of people have turned away from the church or don't want to go to church because they have been judged by others in the church. And we all know that this happens. That's why I did the um episode about church trauma. And, you know, the thing is, is what I said in that episode, I will reiterate in this episode is that church is full of hurt people right and hurt people hurt people so a lot of times when somebody in the church is judging someone it's not even because i feel like they're intentionally trying to hurt them it's something in themselves that they don't like or it's something in them that they can't deal with or that they can't get healed from and that's why they're judging that other person that's why they're being prejudiced towards the other person doesn't justify what they're doing but that's where the judgment comes from i feel like it's because of their own unresolved pain or issues and then what happens is the person who gets judged by them thinks that that's God and like, oh, so this is how God is, man, I'll pass. I don't want to be a Christian. And it's like, no, that is not who God is. God is literally love. You guys, guy, God is love guys. Okay. He is not trying to judge you and just push this gavel down and punish you he is a god of love and he is a god of forgiveness and if you repent and you say to god you know i repent of my sins god i'm sorry i didn't mean it you truly repent in your heart meaning that when you apologize and you ask for forgiveness you mean it you truly mean it he is a forgiving god and that's where that no condemnation comes into play right when we are judging others especially in a church we are being what that word was condemnatory condiment condemnatory condemnatory i have to say it slow but i really like that word because that's what happens is that we're condemning one another we literally condemn one another when the bible says do not condemn others you want the bible to back it up i got you it says luke chapter 6 37 do not judge others and you will not be judged do not condemn others or it will all come back against you Forgive others and you will be forgiven. Oh, see, y'all don't even like that part. It literally says that, though. I'm not lying. I'm literally reading from the Bible, from the NLT version. It says, do not condemn others or it will all come back against you. What does that mean? If you sit here, point your finger, condemning other people and looking at down on others like you're holier than them or that you're better than them because of whatever they did and you're pointing out their flaws it's gonna come back on you and nine times out of ten it's gonna come back ten times harder and when it comes back this is my next point i don't even believe and again i'm always open to suggestions and feedback from people because i do know that there are some christians who think differently than me and so if anybody ever has something that they need to say you can send a voice note especially if you're listening on spotify there is a way to send me messages like actual audio messages with questions that's great or if you follow me on any social media you can direct message me your thoughts on this but i don't even feel like you know when that condemnation comes back on you that that's god i feel like that's just natural those are natural consequences you know like a lot of times people are saying like god is doing this to me and it's like god is not a god of punishment he is not that's old testament god y'all are forgetting about the fact that literally Jesus died for our sins and when he died for our sins that means that we are set free from that there is no longer no condemnation so that means that God ain't trying to hold a gavel against us and say okay you know you did this or you did xyz now I'm just gonna you know make you lose your job I'm gonna make you do this I'm gonna make you do that no especially if you're judging up no listen 
if you judge another, that stuff is just going to come back on you because you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. That is not operating in love, which is my next point. As Christians, we are called to love one another. If we are judging others, then we're not operating in love. And that is not what God is about. That's not what he, you know, that's not what he represents. It's the opposite of love. He is love. He wants us to love others. Okay. Now, if you go in the Bible, there are plenty of verses to tell you about judging and why we shouldn't judge each other. Now, will judgment day come? Which is going to be my next point because I know that some of us are already thinking it. Yes, judgment day will come. But even on judgment day, guys, what this is how, again, I'm interpreting it. And if there are other interpretations out there, please DM me or let me know your thoughts but the way i interpret it is i think of the scripture romans 14 and 12 where it says yes each of us will give a personal account to god that means in my mind that on judgment day i'm going to have to give a personal account to god on everything that i did right i don't even think it's more so in the terms of judging me and trying to bring the gavel down on me but it's me telling him this is what i did good this is what i did not so good this is what i repented for I'm giving my personal account. I don't think that a lot of people understand that God is literally a forgiving God and that he's literally a God who loves us and wants us to, you know, thrive and succeed. And granted, I'm going to also say this. God does not like it when we sin. Of course, he doesn't like it when we sin, because what happens is when we sin, y'all, we're, we're pulling away from him. So now Am I not? Am I, you know, I am not saying in no way that he just wants you to be out here sinning. He's still, you know, and oh, it's all fine. And no, especially for Christians, right? He doesn't want that because he doesn't want the enemy to, you know, sift us. He doesn't want the enemy to win. He doesn't want us to fall into those traps. He wants us to serve him. He wants us to be for him. And what we got to realize is we can mess up and he's not going to look at us like, oh, you've lost your, you know, inheritance or your blessings because you messed up. That's what I mean by that. That's exactly the way I want to just describe it from here on out in this episode. He is a God that he doesn't judge to the point where our mistakes disqualify us from our blessings or disqualify us from the plan that he has for us. You know, God loves us that much. That's why he sent Jesus. That's the whole purpose of Jesus. So we don't have to walk in that condemnation no more because as Christians, just like we judge ourselves and we destroy our mental health, we judge ourselves and we destroy our spiritual health. So when we sin or we mess up, we start to beat ourselves up. I don't know if there are any other Christians who can relate to this on this episode, but some of us really struggle with that. We beat ourselves up so bad and we're just like, you know what, God, I'm unworthy. And what happens is this is where we mess up. We just stop completely we get ashamed we condemn ourselves or we start to be condemned by others in the church which is wrong like i said earlier and we turn our heart away from god or we turn back from god not even because we want to not even because we don't love god it's because we're ashamed it goes back to those you know that negative self thought those negative thoughts that you start to have when you are judgmental towards yourself a lot of times it produces unhealthy or difficult emotions. I'm not even going to say unhealthy because all emotions are good. Difficult emotions like shame and guilt. And that is, those are the main two emotions that Christians typically feel whenever we sin. And those two emotions 
come from judgments. They come from us either judging ourselves or being judged by others or feeling like God is judging us in this moment. God may be grieved. I don't even feel like God gets angry sometimes, although I do feel like he is capable of anger. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that when we mess up, I feel like he's more so grieved or hurt than he is like mad at us. You know, I feel like he can't. Now, I ain't saying again, I ain't putting that past God. He can't be mad. Like I said, the scripture says his anger is for a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. And I believe that verse is. What verse is that? I'm trying to think of it, guys. Hold on. Because I'm not going to want to move on until I can think of that verse. Yeah. I can't think of it. It may come to me. If it comes to me, then I will quote it. But, nope, I just got it. I just got it. It's in Psalms. I think it's Psalms 30 and 5. Hold on, let me double check. Let me get my Bible out psalm 30 yep i was right hey psalms 30 and 5 for his anger lasts only a moment but his favor lasts a lifetime weeping may last through the night but joy comes in the morning so what i'm thinking is you know god is capable of that you know anger but i think that when we mess up or when we sin he's more so hurt or grieved for us because a lot of us who are pure in heart we take that personal. We feel bad when we sin. We're like, golly, man, what am I doing, God? Why did I do this again? I know I have. And that's what we feel, that condemnation. And that's not what God wants. That's why I feel like he gets grieved, you know. I feel like his spirit literally gets grieved for us. Because it's like, no, like, you don't have to walk away from me because you messed up. I still love you. And I think, when I think of God in that term, it, it helps me. It doesn't make me want to keep sinning. It, it makes me want to stop sinning and try my best to do better. Even if it's hard. Which brings me to my next point. I don't care how long you've been a Christian or how seasoned of a Christian you are. We all will fall short. That's why it has a scripture for that as well, right? These scriptures are not just for, you know play play or you know or not just for decoration they are literal work they are literal life and truth in these scriptures romans 3 and 23 for everyone has sinned we all fall short of god's glorious standard i love that part we fall short of god's glorious standard we will never be perfect there is not a christian on this earth not a pastor not a first lady not a member of a church not a non-member of a church not any Christian who has not sinned. We all have sinned. We all are probably sinning right now, which is why we should not judge one another. Because how in the world are you judging your brother or your sister who's in that pew or whatever in that row when you literally sinning? I think the other thing, oh, look, I just had a light bulb <laughs> come up because I just thought about it. I think the other thing that comes with judging or judgments in the church is because we truly believe, again, another false fact or false idea, but we truly believe that God ranks our sins or that he's looking at our sins as, but this is worse than this one. And can y'all believe that I literally had somebody tell me that one day? I am not lying to y'all. I wish I was making this up. I'll never forget. I was having a conversation with somebody, somebody who used to be like a really big part of my life. 
used to be close with and we were talking one day and i'll never forget this person was like well yeah you know i did this because we was talking about um you know cindy and i was like on a fast or whatever and i was like well you know i can't do that and we just got into the conversation it was like well yeah i understand you know i'm doing this but that's worse than what i'm doing and i was like is it though and they was like well yeah because you know doing that is is wrong but what i'm doing is just you know it's human i'm like i don't think god sees it that way i i literally think god sees sin and sin like i don't think he's ranking the the murderer you know higher than the kid who stole a pack of gum from the store and lied about it or whatever i feel like they're literally on the same level because sin is sin like it's not ranked and i don't know where that came from or where that false notion or that false idea came from but he ain't reckon no sense and what i feel like that came from is now that i'm thinking about it is because that's how we make ourselves feel better that's how we justify our sins because now that i think about that conversation that i was having with that person that person was just trying to justify what they were doing they were trying to say well it's not that bad it's not we what we're doing is we're comparing and saying even doing messing up and doing this it's not as bad as this my only answer to that for anybody who thinks like that first of all stop it second of all it's all the same in god's eyes it is literally all the same sin is sin there is no greater sin there is no you know lesser sin i feel like sin is sin sin is sin so again if there's anybody who disagrees with me that especially if you have scripture to back it up i don't mind being proven wrong especially if it's to help me so yes if there is something that says that sin is ranked from high to low show me tell me and then i will come back next week and be like hey y'all so and so corrected me and i can you know now say this or whatever and i'll probably even add it to the episode when i edit the audio but i don't believe that sin is being ranked i think that we rank sin as humans because that's how we justify our sin and that's how we make ourselves feel better we compare ourselves to the person who's doing worse so that we can keep sinning because at least we're not doing this or at least we're not doing that and it's like but you still sinning <laughs> you know like it's still sin. And that is why, as a Christian, I try my best never, ever, ever to judge anybody. I will try my very best. But again, even I'm human. So even I'm going to mess up and not trying to judge somebody. I'm going to fall short of that. And I've accepted that. And I'm okay with that. I can go to sleep at night knowing that I am, you know, fallible as a human and I'm going to mess up. All I can do is wake up every day, pray and ask God to give me another chance to try again and be better than I was the day before. And that's really all that we can do, guys, is try our best again to be aware. I'm not saying with this episode that you're a horrible person because you judge. I am saying that if you are judging other people, you should probably chill on that because if God is not, you know, a God of judgment and hate and prejudice why should we be right like god is love so we should be loved we should be loving others we should accept people for where they are and love them that's all that we're called to do we are not called to judge them we are not called to condemn anybody because we're not god we're not in his position and he don't need us to do his job for us is my last point a lot of us try to do god's job and he does not need that y'all he does not need that that also comes with that false sense of, you know, where there's grandiosity, 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 yeah, 
where that's a false sense of grandiosity or it's just the fact of you trying to make yourself feel better. You are not God and you ain't got to put yourself in God's position. Okay. I do feel like if you are somebody who struggles with judgment, ask yourself, where is that coming from? Is it coming from an insecurity? Is it coming from an unresolved issue that you may be having? Because nine times out of 10, you may know that person. You may know that they did so-and-so. And at the same time, you have done stuff too. So who are you to judge? And I think that that's one of the things that humbles me. And I think that that's a really key point that stops the judgment is humility. At any given point, all of us can fall. Right? None of us meet God's glorious standard, as it said in the scripture that I quoted, you know, a few minutes ago. So, therefore, all of us can fall. All of us can get publicly shamed. All of us can, you know, have our weak, our bad moments or hit rock bottom. So... I'm not trying to judge nobody because they may be doing this, but I have done or I'm still doing or struggling with this. So why judge them? Right. I'm humble enough to know that that's not my place. And hopefully somebody who's listening to this, who has been struggling with judging others, you judge others because of X, Y, Z, because of what they believe or because of what they did or what they do and stuff. You would put yourself in that place and say, that's not my place to judge them. If anything, pray for people. Pray for them. Pray for them. If they struggle with something, pray. I wonder what would happen if we as Christians started praying for people instead of judging people. I just wonder how the world would be if we stopped talking about people and judging them and condemning them. If we actually start praying for them or offering to help them. If we saw that there was an area they were lacking in. The world would probably be a better place. Just saying. But that's all I got for you guys today. All right, guys, that concludes this episode of the Wise Words Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to share this podcast with someone who you feel like it may encourage or enlighten. Don't forget to give it a five-star rating, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to check out my book, How to Become a Mentally Fit Christian, available on Amazon for $2.99 for the ebook and $5.99 for the print version. Again, thank you guys so much for your continuous support for the Wise Words podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes and more topics where we'll be discussing all types of things that affect not only our mental health or the mental perspective, but also our spiritual health and a biblical perspective. But until next time, you guys, enjoy your weekend. Remember not to judge others. And stay safe out here because it's getting colder outside, (laughs) which is a good thing for some of us. But yeah, you know, cold weather, flu season, all this stuff. Go get your flu shots, guys. Stay safe. It's going to get darker soon. So make sure you're watching your surroundings. Y'all know all that good stuff. (laughs) But until the next episode, God bless you guys and peace.